Hey everyone, and welcome to another Hyperspace Broadcast mini-sode, an episode where instead of discussing something that aired on Toonami, we discuss something uh, kind of related to what we've been watching. Usually I'd say yes. Toonami adjacent, but Toonami didn't do a lot of live-action stuff, and we're covering a live-action thing today, so yeah, yeah. This, this would never have been on Toonami. Anyway, I'm Michael <laughs> Yeah, I'm Peter E.B. This is perhaps one of the more tangential connections we can make <laughs> to a show that we're currently watching or just wrapped up on uh big o which is kind of like a japanese take on batman and we're like well this is also a japanese take on an american superhero in its own way yeah and also it, it weirdly connects with big o because we mentioned ages ago at this point that big o had a lot of tokusatsu influences yeah uh, especially in the like giant robot stuff and surprisingly this <laughs> show which i think i'm just gonna call toye spider-man just for the sake sure. of like simplicity um, this show is actually the first uh, Toye Tokusatsu show to feature a giant robot, which is pretty weird that's... given that that's such a staple of the genre. Like, yeah, especially since it's Spider Man. <laughs> well, yeah, that <laughs> like... too. It makes no sense for Spider Man to have a giant robot. Like, yes, it's... or a car that flies. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, this show uh, was aired in 1978. Uh, there's 41 episodes, and it was produced due to a license agreement between Marvel and Toye, where basically they could just use each other's characters for whatever they wanted. I'm not... I mean, I guess we're in such a different landscape when it comes to Marvel now. It's such a huge, like, shadow over all of pop culture <laughs> yeah. that... It's weird to think of a time when Marvel was like, you know, we'll get as much out of these Toye characters as they will get out of Spider-Man and Captain America. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's weird to think about that, but apparently there was a time when it was a thing, and uh, that's pretty cool because it created weird shows like this. The unfortunate thing is that uh, because it was, you know, a licensing agreement between two companies, the show is very difficult to find it was only released on dvd once in japan and doing a quick ebay search before we started recording that dvd set is selling for three grand on ebay which is <laughs> disgusting amounts of money oh for God. such a for anything really for anything yeah <laughs> especially anything that's just a tv show um but yeah, like, unfortunately, we're probably not going to see this on, say, Disney Plus, because Toye technically owns it, uh, and we're not really going to see it, you know, being rebroadcast in Japan, because Marvel owns it, slash Disney, I guess, right. owns it now. So that's kind of unfortunate, but uh, the original pitch is even weirder than the show, I think, because the original idea is that it was going to be about Yamato Takeru, the 12th emperor of Japan, who's kind of a legendary figure, it seems, uh, okay. being sent to the present through a time rift. And then, like, presumably he goes on adventures and Spider-Man just kind of joins up with him and goes on adventures <laughs> with him. Seems uh, like he's kind of overshadowing the main character there. <laughs> Yeah, right. You see, so they decided, okay, well, let's make Spider-Man the main character. And then they completely changed everything <laughs> yeah. about it, pretty much. Um, what I would give to see that original show, though. Oh, boy, I'm sure wow. it would have been real weird. <laughs> it's like, what if we made like a show It's like Abraham Lincoln came back in time and hang, hung out with Batman, but it was really about Lincoln. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> uh, 
you know, be, but they like, treat it normally. In a weird way, there's like similarities to Samurai Jack, I guess only in that a yeah, Japanese yeah. character is put forward into the future. That's really it. Um, but yeah, what's what's also kind of cool is that Stan Lee seems to have actually kind of accepted the show despite being very different from mm-hmm. the original yeah. Spider-Man, which I appreciate. I don't know. I, I like that. It seems like yeah. the Marvel people were kind of like, you know, this is weird and different, but I appreciate that they did something weird and different with it. Yeah, um, they didn't so just go kudos like, to them. you you ruined my creation or whatever. Yeah, like, or you just had, you created something that was so dissimilar to the original that it's basically not even Spider-Man anymore. Which, um, in fairness. Yeah, which is what it is. So, <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the base, like the setup for this story. Um, God. So our main character is a young man named Takuya Yamashiro who really likes dirt biking. Uh, he has a girlfriend oh, yeah. named Hitomi, who is like a photographer who's trying to get into newspapers. Uh, and then he and his family go to try to find this crashed spaceship uh, because his dad is an astroarchaeologist. Apparently that happens enough that spaceships crash land on their planet. They have like a whole job for it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. But but while they're trying to find the spaceship, uh, his father gets killed by a machine bem, which is what the <laughs> monsters are called in this show. And Takuya falls into a cave occupied by a man named Garia. Now, Garia tells him basically the whole backstory of the show, which is that uh, there's this evil Iron Cross army, which is awkwardly named and led by a Professor Monster. Um, and Professor Monster destroyed Garia's homeworld spider planet and so Garia was trying to get revenge uh, followed Professor Monster to Earth got defeated got stuck in a cave but fortunately for the spider people uh, and keep in mind he looks just like a normal person like there's nothing spidery about him whatsoever Um, fortunately for them time moves slower for them so like you know, he sitting in a cave for a thousand years was kind of like sitting in a cave for like 20 years for him, which still seems awful, but yeah. I guess less awful. Anyway, he... And I guess he like studied the spiders in the cave or something, right? I like, don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it gets, it's a little unclear. <laughs> I like to think that he just kind of went mad for about 15 years and there's a buffer on either side where he's like, okay hopefully someone will come to visit me at some point here yeah um so yeah garia like injects takuya with spider extract uh which gives him the power to transform into spider-man and spider-man basically has all the powers he'd expect spider-man to have he can shoot web uh he can make nets out of web and he can like you know he has spider senses um but also he has a giant mech called leopardon (laughs) which is made out of the crashed spaceship, and he can pilot that in his battle against the machine bems uh, and Professor Monster so that he can get revenge for Spider-Planet and Garia and for his father. And that's the show. And and as you might expect for uh, Spider-Man, his mech is uh, based on a lion. Yeah, or a leopard, presumably. But still, like, has basically (laughs) nothing spidery about it, and except for a little web pattern on the chest, or is it on the legs? Like it's It's on his like knees. Yeah, (laughs) 
It's very minimal, though. Otherwise, it's just a regular-ass toku robot. Very little, like, spider-themed weaponry. Just, like, it's a giant robot with a sword. Okay. Yeah, and it has, like, a rope dart, which is the most spidery thing, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) Rope dart. So, let's talk about... If you've never seen a toku sentai show... Uh, especially one from the late 70s holy shit <laughs> this is a sight to behold i mean yeah toku in general is super fun and we we've watched a number of toku yeah. series together at least in parts and like oh, man they're just so wacky and different that it's hard not to love them yeah and like the kind of choices they make with like with god they're just like they zoom into everything like whoever's doing the camera work of this just constant like zoom really harsh like zoom ins <laughs> right or, there are no static shots basically. yeah or, or zooming in like three times in a row at the same shot just to, like really emphasize it <laughs> yeah there, there's also a lot of that stuff there's a lot of um there's a lot of repeating footage or like weird edits which yeah. i'm not sure if they're intended to like stand out as edits or if they're supposed to be seamless but usually they stand out pretty harshly yeah like they'll, they'll do edits of like the little putty monsters uh running around and like doing backflips and then they'll cut and they'll do another backflip and like repeat it three times to make it look like they're flipping towards the camera like over and over again they also do this thing to show spider-man sticking to walls he'll jump towards a wall and like the second he touches it it'll cut because well first it'll freeze frame like it'll freeze frame on him on the wall to indicate that he's stuck to it but then it'll cut to a different shot where he's like climbing it. yeah so so uh, that we don't obviously see him fall off the wall <laughs> yeah but it's it's really surreal to see these freeze frames used this yeah. way and yeah by by the way you mentioned putties earlier that for us is the generic term for the just like mook enemies in yeah, these shows yeah. who are just guys in spandex suits with masks yeah it's uh, a classic mighty Morphin power rangers term and yeah it can right, pretty much right. be carried over to every toku show yeah they're all called something else but all the pretty much all toku shows at least all the ones that i've seen have these yeah. jumpsuited geeks who just get their asses kicked by everybody in sight pretty much who <laughs> these ones occasionally seen with like <laughs> military grade weaponry like machine guns and shit yeah usually in these shows like putties will just kind of fight hand to hand at least from what i've seen but in this one they frequently have obviously real weapons like they'll just be carrying around mp40s and shit and then on top of that they also like the villains plans will often involve like stealing something or moving stuff around and whenever they do like they just drive regular trucks and like jeeps around. <laughs> yeah. They they always use incredibly normal vehicles, which is crazy because, you know, right in the driver's seat of just this normal truck will be a rubber suit monster who looks like yeah. he stepped off the set of Godzilla. Like it's so <laughs> it bizarre so, to see. Like so I can't even really explain it. You kind of just have to see it. The the monster design as it is also is just holy shit like i, I don't even it's so generic for toku though like yeah i mean at, at just, some point we're kind of just talking about the weirdness of toku with the show unfortunately yeah. um, it's 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 just like if you're not familiar you know and mighty Morphin power rangers villains will do the same every like villain of the week kind of thing just an yeah, insane right. looking just rubber look like suited that. monster but like but it's, less interesting or yeah. unique generally yeah it's it's usually just they throw 
many different uh like animal features with like some cybernetic features and some humanoid features into a blender <laughs> and then just hit that and let it run for a while and then whatever whatever it spits out that's what we get just like some kind of mishmash looking ugly ass monster that's like multicolored yeah, who shows up for like not very long in the episode yeah. it is it is honestly always disappointing <laughs> right and then always gets blown up by the leopardon yeah, which is again standard Toku fare, but I think the thing that's noteworthy with this show is like Power Rangers has some really, really dumb looking monster villains, but also they're usually pretty memorable and just in how weird they are. Like, yeah. you know, once you see the fucking pig centurion that's just a fucking pig head with arms and legs wearing <laughs> a helmet like a Roman soldier. You're not going to forget that. And yeah, similar right. with, I don't know, like other classics include the turtle with the stoplight on its head or like the the jack-o'-lantern guy who raps. Yes, like, the rapping pumpkin, of course. <laughs> yeah, like there's a bunch of or there's like a purse monster in one episode. Like there, there's a bunch of really weird shit in Power Rangers and the monsters are usually stupid but creative in this show they're just kind of yeah. stupid like they're very generic looking yeah yeah i could not pull a single design honestly it it's, it really just is like shit that came out of a blender like whatever they want to throw at the wall and the the costume looks pretty ridiculous too like it's very it's very cheesy looking it kind of looks kind of cheap i guess is the word i would use uh <laughs> it's 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 on par i would say with like halloween costumes yeah, sort of. like yeah, it's it's it better is. it's definitely better but it's still kind of in that range you can see like the indent of the guy's a little wrong you can see the indent of like the guy's lips in the costume sometimes and i find that really distracting <laughs> yeah right it's like one of the things about spider-man costumes is that it, there's really no way to get the head right without it being like kind of semi-cg yeah. i think yeah or at least it's very difficult but unless the eye parts are kind of rigid they just awkwardly f kind of like bend over the head in a way that looks really terrible and that that's kind of what this is Absolutely. like that's that's how it looks. I love he gets like the spider bracelet, which is like this big honking bracelet that just says Spider-Man on it, which is pretty yeah, funny. <laughs> and it stores his suit, which will shoot out of it. And it'll like it <laughs> just lands in front of Takuya um, and freeze frames. And then like you see like yeah, a close up. It on. You see a close up of like it zipping up. And so it's supposed to. And then he's like he's wearing it. And so it's like it's supposed yeah. to look like, I guess, that it wraps itself around him and he wears it. But it, yeah, right. it looks like, really weird and ghoulish to see this, like, dead suit land in front of Takuya and just freeze frame yeah. there. Yeah, like, the way it's it's hard to explain that, too. But the, the way it looks, it's like he's lying on the ground and someone laid the suit over <laughs> yes, top him. Yeah, exactly. But he's standing up. Yeah. So it's really surreal. And... Yeah, and again, like, it's almost like they were trying to do the Flash thing where he fires his costume out of a ring and then gets into it at super speed. But, like, <laughs> live action and without the budget to pull that off convincingly. Yeah. So it's just this awkward, like, all right, the suit comes out and then he's in it, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Also, he doesn't, like... Figure out the middle part. He doesn't... He just shoots, like ordinary white rope that just kind of yeah, wraps right. around the, things which the sure. web is very obviously just rope yeah like i, I guess I, it would be pretty annoying to have to like make the rope wet and gross <laughs> every time you wanted to use I mean, it 
The thing is, like, one of the things about this show that's funny to me is there will be frequent instances where, and I have to assume that this is mostly just due to budget reasons, because, you know, like, yeah. it's expensive to shoot more stuff, and it's expensive to have props for specific shots. But, like, you know... It's not like it's impossible to, he, you know, when he's swinging on it, it's just a fucking rope. That's fine. Who cares? Like, we can't see it that clearly. But when you have a close-up of it wrapping around yeah. a tree and it's clearly rope, like, you could have had that close-up be, like, sticky web hitting yeah. the tree. And right. then cut to him doing the rope, and it's like, oh, I buy that that's web. But instead, yeah. it's just a regular rope wrapping around the tree. And similarly, like during i guess the giant robot fights that tend to end episodes although apparently there are some episodes where they just straight out don't have them um like when he uses the rope dart he'll fire it and that'll be in close-up and then the that it'll just show a wide shot of the machine bam just like <laughs> just throwing itself backwards yeah, onto the ground pretty much and just i can't always, tell what they're going for. it's always falling on its ass on its ass and there's like absolutely no wire you can you can't see like they don't make an effort to show like oh there's a rope flying out there and it's tripping or they don't cut to a close-up shot of the, yeah, rope. the rope wrapping around its leg or something it, pretty, to indicate what's happening yeah <laughs> and instead it's just like i fire this thing it's invisible and it causes the monster to just fall on its ass yeah to just fly backwards like it, it's again it's one of those things where and they do this twice in a row in the last two episodes we watched we watched the first five for the record um or wait we watched the first six actually yeah <laughs> going above and beyond uh <laughs> but it, but in the last two yeah we have these weird shots of the monster falling like this and i can't tell if it's meant to be like being knocked back by the impact of the rope or if the rope is wrapping around its leg and then it's being, like, yanked. Because there's nothing to indicate which is happening. Yeah. It's just rope fires, monster falls, you figure it out. Um, <laughs> Throw sword yeah, at monster, show. monster explodes. So there's one episode of this that I want to talk about specifically. Yeah. Uh, because generally they're all kind of samey. I mean, again, like... To, to an extent, that's Toku, and that's, you know, a lot of these kinds of shows in general. Like, there are plenty of American shows that are basically the same exact plot every single time. Yeah. Um, but there's one in particular that I want to talk about because it features the aforementioned truck uh, that the bad guys are driving around. <laughs> yeah. So in this episode, uh, Takuya's motorcycle is destroyed, and the Iron Cross Army is stealing some missiles in order to use to terrorize Japan. Because I guess attacking it with giant monsters is not a good plan yeah instead yeah. let's steal some missiles and then i don't know like the, again these missiles are not very big it's not like you know you could fire a couple rockets into japan that would obviously be a problem but it seems like giant monsters would do yeah. the trick much easier yeah they never really attack the city with giant monsters probably yeah, because right. of budget <laughs> Well, yes, again, <laughs> because of budget, but it, it is funny to me that they seem to have an infinite supply of giant monsters, <laughs> but are like, you know what, let's steal some missiles to terrorize Japan. Anyway, uh, the truck, as it's speeding away, just fucking hits a little kid. Yeah. And so the so there's this long sequence of Takia taking this little kid to the hospital, and then they're like, oh, he's going to die. He needs a blood transfusion. And Takia's like, I have the same kind of blood. I can give him the transfusion. But wait, 
Takia's blood has the spider extract, which yeah. is what makes him Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, shit, they're setting up a kid sidekick yeah. for this show. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Like, they even go so far as to point out that the kid has no parents. So, like... <laughs> You know, like, there's no reason, not, like, it's every indication that this kid is going to become a member of the cast. So anyway, after all that's done, then Takia goes and fights the Iron Cross army for an incredibly long and directionless action yeah. sequence that just goes on and on. Oh my god. Much the, like I'm doing right it now. It is hilarious, the action... <laughs> This action sequence, because it's just Spider-Man, like, crawling around a military compound, fighting these putties with machine guns, and, uh, <laughs> always in the, in these, in these drawn-out action scenes, it's like Spider-Man cl- has to climb up something. It's like he's contractually obligated to climb right. up something. So he'll just, like, <laughs> climb up a tree, and the putties will be like, ah, we can't get you, and then he just, like, awkwardly climbs back down yeah, and starts fighting. down. <laughs> it starts fighting again. it's so fucking ridiculous you you pointed this out while we were watching it but it really does feel like watching someone else badly play a game that's like a stealth action game like it feels like watching someone badly play like metal gear solid or i don't know assassin's creed if you want to go more into the action version like it's so awkward and just like there's so many moments of Spider-Man running and then be like, oh no, and turning around and running in the opposite direction again. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's just it's really just awkward. Like, hilariously clumsy. But yeah, after this whole drawn out sequence, it like finally Spider-Man defeats the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. He, well, he okay. Tells... He defeats the bad guys. And then the kid like runs towards him on a highway. Yeah. And he goes, and... he goes, I defeated the truck that hit you. <laughs> yeah, which is a beautiful so line. Fucking good. Uh, and then he's like, "Sorry, kid, we're just sending you to an orphanage," and that's it. Yeah. Like the kid does not become a sidekick. I'm hoping that maybe he comes back later in the show. Not that I'm gonna. I'm pretty like, sure he sit down and watch this whole show. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> but it seems it's so crazy to me that they do so much legwork and what seems to be obviously setting this kid up, and then they're like, "Nah." And he's like, I don't have a family. Can I come live with you? And he's like, nope. no. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Sorry, kid. And the kid never gets it's, spider powers. <laughs> right. Like, it is It is up there with Reboot the Guardian Code Season 2 setting up, what, Trisha, I think her name was? Yeah. So obviously to be that show's, like, additional, you know, yeah, sixth ranger season character. Two. Yeah. And then they just don't do it and, you know, wipe her memory (laughs) and awkwardly usher her out the door. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and then she's never seen again. Like One of the most horrifying twists. (laughs) Yeah, it's not, I don't know if it's worse or better than that, because that does have the added bonus of having the really creepy subtext that they brainwash her and then just shove her out the door and she's never seen again. Yeah. Which is still to me amazingly funny. Um, but this on the other hand is like, no kid, we're not adopting you and you don't even get to be Spider-Man for an instant. Like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. They, they might as well have I, had uh, like it's the, crazy. Like why not? They might as well have had the like sad dog ending of Futurama. <laughs> that child. <laughs> Just, yeah, the kid just just sit, sits outside Takia's house in a Spider-Man until costume. he dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God, 
no jurassic bark what a tearjerker um <laughs> yeah so like the the unfortunate thing about this show is that it's hard to find yeah because it's as i said earlier there's a dvd release which i guess you could pay three grand for but occasionally episodes pop up on youtube yes and um, in fact usually i would not encourage you to like right. pirate media yeah but i will say if you can find this on youtube it is worth checking out it is because it is like it is just a you know it's the already surreal experience of watching a 70s toku show which are already pretty weird and fun um but then on top of that there's the aspect of like hold on this is supposed to be spider-man right (laughs) (laughs) this makes no sense yeah yeah it's it's a blast (laughs) something one last thing that i wanted to mention actually about this is that um like there were other shows planned that never got off the ground during this uh license agreement situation. Oh man. And one of those shows, which is actually the second show Toye did that had a giant robot in it, is called Battle Fever J, which <laughs> nice. was originally meant to be basically Captain Japan, like Captain America oh, but wow. for Japan. Um, and I'm really, I really want to see that show just for the sake of like yeah. seeing how much of that original concept got through. Yeah. Wow. Um, but <laughs> I don't know, like we, we can only wonder what the world would be like if, uh, I don't know, the major Marvel characters ended up becoming more beloved for weird oh Toku God. versions. Like, can you imagine a fucking Toku version of Wolverine? I, that I, would be awesome. You know what I can imagine? A Toku version of Iron Man. That tracks much yeah, better. That, that would be easy as hell. <laughs> yeah, than, than Spider-Man getting a giant robot. Yeah, of course, Iron Man was fairly obscure before yeah. the uh, MCU stuff, but... Or at least more so than like Spider Man, obviously. I almost when um, you're saying that, I, I I genuinely reacted, yeah, wow, and just realized I almost started the theme song of the show, <laughs> which is a guy yeah, going, yeah, 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 wow, wow, it's great, it's fucking great. The show is great. Yeah, you should seek it out if you can find it somewhere. Fucking watch it. It's yeah, it, hilarious. It's so much fun. It's also like pretty much dead media. Like I don't think it's like yeah, lost right. it's, pretty much because just because like sort of yeah, almost no chance that this would ever get um put on anything legitimately again yeah right like i was you know hoping oh maybe someday on disney plus but considering that apparently the mcu spider-man movies aren't on disney plus i really doubt that anyone's trying very hard to get this on there yeah um which is a shame like it's you know i it's a weird show and we've spent a lot of time kind of making fun of it but honestly it's also quite enjoyable like yeah it's not terrible even from a non-ironic perspective but you know if you're watching it ironically like oh boy is it fun yeah yeah because <laughs> it is just weird weird shit <laughs> uh but yeah i i don't know i i wish it was easier to access but unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately know, that's what happened the youtube version we were watching seemed to have gotten copyright struck like while we were watching it so yeah right <laughs> like, like it's that kind of thing like yeah. it's apparently someone's still out hunting for copyrights despite the fact that oh it's probably a bot it's impossible well that's true yeah. but despite the fact that it's impossible to fucking get um, right. unless you're willing yeah. to pay three fucking grand for dvds Ugh. 
Yeah, man. So crazy. So yeah, uh, next week we're going to be switching to something new that will be Transformers Armada, oh boy. a Transformers show that is supposedly pretty bad, and I've seen some of it, and it was not good. So <laughs> I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but that'll be next week. Until then, I'm Michael Doak, and I'm Peter Eby. And be sure to revisit us for Transformers Armada.